Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome back, everyone. Hi, friends. Hey, hey. Uh, Hello. So if you survived the last episode, which consisted of the first 30 minutes of us talking about... Oh yeah, no. I, I thought I was thinking about Outlander. that today. I was like, we really just babbled a, a lot full half time. an hour, a full of half nothing, an hour. just waffled about absolutely nothing, awards, other things, <laughs> whatever. It's what we do. Um, but yeah, so we are winding down to the to the end of this season. I think by the mm-hmm. time this one comes out, I think season six will be uh the first episode will have aired. <gasps> oh shit! Hope everyone survived. Hope you're all doing well. No one's oh, had gosh. heart attacks. They, oh my gosh, they released, there was like a little promo, I think that came out, like one of those, like, think, like, I don't know, people in the UK found it where it was like one of those promos that automatically plays on Instagram. And like when you're scrolling oh, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for stars and people, I guess like people lovely and recorded it and like shared it. And I was like, oh, cause it, it was like 10 seconds, but there was like so many, cl- I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, and because I've read it now, I'm like, I oh, know what's you know happening what and I'm like, oh, I'm dying for this season. I'm so excited and also scared because I know the pain that we're in for. Oof. Always. Always. Like next always. level. Next level shit. Yeah. Always oh, no. with this damn show. Um, okay. But, uh, so we are going to jump into, um season four episode 12 so we're almost there the penultimate episode um and this episode is titled providence um and this one is written by karen campbell and who if i'm not mistaken i think she wrote creme de menthe and she's oh i know and if you didn't karen i'm sorry i know as you say creme de menthe was a mixed bag of an episode but um, and, uh, directed by, uh, Marzi Almas. Um, okay. So let's just jump right in. What a difference from last week. Let's just go right in. Okay. I'm trying to even it out. You know, balance. <laughs> the average is only, you only know, trying, on trying to go quick. You know, Brittany and I are starting to get an ice storm right now. Who knows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. electricity when that shit kicks off. So yep. Yep. Know, get to the point here. Um, okay. So. Um, so the, this episode starts with, so remember the end of last episode, uh, yes. Roger was with the Mohawk and they, yeah, he was doing they, the initiation thing. Yeah. Where they were in the two lines and they would push him down to see if he'd get back up and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Right. So the start of this reminds episode, me of the shame, 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 <laughs> shame, but I don't think quite as brutal. They didn't strip him naked and, and all cut off all his hair. <laughs> oh yeah. All those things. But, um, so yeah, this episode begins with that. So it's the continuation of that. And Okay. All that kind of stuff. And then he's like down on the ground and he doesn't get back up. So at that Ooh. point, one of the Mohawk men come to him and he's like, you, you remain captive. So basically it's like, oh, he would have gone free if he just made well, it. Not necessarily free, but like, remember how um, Ian oh, yeah, they, said take they, them they sort of take yeah. them in to replace the men that they've lost. Right. So they can be. Mm brought in and become part of the tribe it's like a citizenship test so, sort of and roger failed uh, oh, i mean roger. the dude i mean he's pretty beat up but but you he know. also sucks see roger you can't even do that you can't even just stand we made up. it like three and a half minutes in before Brittany just right out there but yeah so all you have to do is stand roger you suck <laughs> so they're basic and they keep calling him and it's a mohawk term and i can't even say it correctly but they keep calling him like echo I know I can't say it anyway 
I spelled it a up fancy term. Got it. it. Anyway, but anywho, so Nindu's great. Now we are. Um, the next scene is uh, we're with Fergus, and Fergus is like, he's come up with a couple of the main regulator dudes, and he says to them like, "Murder." Because yeah, they gotta arrested. get what's his face. Out yeah. Of. So he comes to them, and he's like, "Murder's been arrested," and they're like, "Christ, don't know on what grounds." Fergus is like, "We we captured a murderous bastard called Bonnet, and you know, and the militiaman got in the way." They recognize Myrta from the broad, from the broadsheets and arrested both of them. And the guys are like, you know, Myrta won't be granted a fair trial. Like Tryon will be Tryon will make sure of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they're like Brian, our dude Brian is like, they'll hang him. That thieving bastard will do whatever he must to send a message to all of the regulators. Um, and Fergus is like, I was with Myrta. Bye bye, Myrta. He's like, I was with Myrta when it happened. He took responsibility. And then he's like, I won't let him hang. And then Brian's like, what's taken from one of us is taken from all of us. We'll get him back, lads. Because Fergus is looking like stressed and upset. He's yeah. like, the Lord will kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's also like, we forget. He's no Myrta since he was like a wee little laddie too. Yeah. Right? So, um, so they're well, like. Well, yeah. And Myrta was the one cuffing him when he, they were in Paris. He was being a rude little brat. He's so, so true. He was like, what did, what did he comment something about like Claire's boobs? He's like, you yeah. have nice bosoms in She's like, no, no, shut up. <laughs> don't say that. Don't do that. Get I mean, you're here. not wrong, but no. <laughs> and he'd be like, he said that to Suzette. That's how she, she got the chicken leg. <laughs> yeah, Suzette? that was it. Uh, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. My goodness. But, um, <sighs> But yeah, so um, so then the next the next scene we're at River Run, um, and okay. Lord John Gray is there, and he clearly has like summoned Brianna to come talk to him in the parlor or whatever. And mm. Bree enters, and he tells her he's like they've captured Stephen Bonnet, and Bree's like you can tell she's like oh shit, and he's like yeah. He's like, are you quite well? Like, perhaps you should sit down. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, if I if I sit down, I won't be able to get back up again. And then she's like, um, where, how? And then he says, you know, he was apprehended in Wilmington as to how I could not say. <laughs> Merton Fergus. Um, <laughs> but I have been, he just, he probably doesn't know. But he's like, but I have been appraised of the charges against him, smuggling, piracy, murderer. Um, and Bree's like, and I suppose it's too late to add what he did to me to that list. And then John's like, you know, unfortunately it would only bring shame upon you and be of no consequence. And she's like, no consequence. And he means like, he was like, he's already been sentenced for his previous crimes. He will soon pay for all his crimes. He is already condemned to hang next week. Um, and, and he's like, you know, I just thought you'd want to know. And she's like, yes, thank you. And then she takes like a couple steps and she pauses and she's like, I want to see him. And then like walks, <laughs> walks out the door and you can tell John's like, John looks after her and is like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is Jamie's these, daughter. <laughs> these phrases, God. And so then the next scene, it cuts him. So it clearly takes place right after this. Cause we can see Brie is now on the front porch and John like enters and it goes to the front porch. And he just says like, no, you cannot. And then he was like, even if your condition allowed you to travel to Wilmington, which it surely does not attendance at an execution could not, but have the worst effects on the child. Now, now I'm completely sympathetic to your feelings, but, and then Brie's like, no, you don't know what my feelings are. Um, and then blue i know oh that's zoe oh right oh zozo um 
but she says to him, but she says, I don't want to watch him die. And John's like, well, thank God for that. And then Bree's like, I want to talk to him. And John's like, your, fa your father entrusted me to the task of looking after you. And I'm not sure that involves. Um, yeah, that seems counterintuitive to that. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not sure that involves taking afternoon tea with a murderer. Um, and then at this point, she goes into her pocket. We love a dress with pockets. Um, she goes, she goes into her dress pocket and takes out the letter that, that Jamie had, had given her. Um, oh, and we get to, oh yeah. Cause we, she was opening it and it freaking cliffhanged up. And then you're like, God, cliffhanger. I want to know. Piss so then off. she, she opens it and, mm -hmm. uh, she takes out the letter and, and gives it to John for him to read. And so at this point we get, um, like a flash, like a montage. Um, okay. and we see Jamie and Claire and Ian like riding and traveling and like, I'm just going to spoiler alert. This is the only bit of Jamie and Claire. We get this entire episode. Oh God. I no wonder the script is 10 pages shorter. Cause nobody else wants to be here either. <laughs> Even the writers were like, screw it. There's no Claire, Jamie, just get us through. <laughs> Push it just, along. Let's just go. <laughs> How so, oh, cut that page. Nope, nobody wants to be here. Get it out. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Move it along. <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> who's outside? Are you barking at the rain? What is this? Yeah, Zoe's, Zoe's pissed off too. She's like, no, Claire, Jamie, I'm not being quiet for Let's this. Get out. I want to waste of time. This is waste of my silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then, yeah, so we get like a little montage of them traveling and riding. And then we hear Jamie's voiceover of the letter. And so it says, daughter, I cannot, I, I cannot say if I shall see you again. My hope is that it shall be so and that all will be mended between us. Um, and then it says, I've been thinking about your question of whether revenge would heal the wrong done to you. And I advise you now, you must not seek it. For the sake of your soul, for the sake of your own life, you must find the grace to forgive. Freedom is hard won. But it's not. But it is not the fruit of murder. Do not fear that he will escape vengeance. Such a man carries with him the seeds of his own destruction. If he does not die by my hand, it'll be by another. But it must not be your hand. Hear me for the sake of the love I bear you, your loving father, James Fraser. And then we like cut back, and we're back with John oh, so and Bree. She wants to go forgive him. Um. Well, so just like face so, him and move on. Yeah. I'm so, all here for that. I'm not here for mm -hmm. the forgiveness arc. No, no. Well, and I, again, I think it's that thing of it's forgiving You're in for prison your, and I'm living on. Well, well not even own. that. It's the, it's the, it's the forgiving for yourself, not for them. Yeah, like, no. So that you hatred, can move on. Hatred is, it can eat you away. But exactly. Like, but that hey, forgive for yourself. Don't forgive them. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, okay, because this is my issue. Like this big thing of um, I've been watching a lot of cr true crime, obviously. Because <laughs> why not? But you know, like all these murderers that go and like they like find God and then they want redemption, and I'm like, and then they like atone, and then they say that like they're forgiven for their sins. I'm like, mm, like forgiveness like should be for the victims. Yeah, but they're like uh, they just want they with want God. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like. No, I don't want like, or like the families, like I get when the family, like you talk well, about, like, like you have your own relationship. Yeah, they, no, you they can't like, dictate yeah. who else forgives you though. Like, yeah. Like they go, they go and have this, like, they find God and they want to repent. Like that's great and all of that. But they're like, I really want the family to forgive me. And it's like, yeah, that's, but, and that's you not within your control. That. Yeah. And also, but like, if the family does forgive you, it shouldn't atone you of your sins. Like you still hold that stuff. They should 
that burden shouldn't be, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That burden shouldn't be on them. Well, <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those things is you, again, it should be the apologizing and stuff should be because you truly feel it, not because yeah, you're not looking because you, for yes, them to, that's what I'm trying release to release you. Yes. If yes. it happens, great a healing yeah. all around. Like that does, that does happen. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's that whole, it shouldn't, it's always, I know it shouldn't be so that you get closure. And then on the other side too, like, again, we, for life, not just murder, but just in general, like we can't dictate or control how other people like process and react. And like, if they, you know, we can earnestly, you know, apologize and apologize and make amends and, and but your timetable. Well, exactly. It's not our time, our timetable. And it shouldn't, that shouldn't be your only motivation to yes. do it. Like, cause there's a lot of, cause first of all, we all fuck up in life to varying oh, yeah. degree. I there mean, are, we're not out here levels. murdering, but we all screw up and hurt people accidentally. There are, there are like, levels. There are yeah. totally levels. We all mess up and stuff. And like the whole, and even like really, really awful levels and stuff. And then it's the whole, yeah. my thing is just like, okay, when people say they're sorry, but it's like, okay, I want to see receipts. Like, yeah. what are you, again, like, what are you doing? Not just like, so, oh, I realize I was wrong, you know, because there are people yeah. that totally mess up and then truly get it and understand and then learn from it and, 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 and take modify, the their, act- behavior. Yeah. And modify their behavior and take the actions and the steps to make amends, not because, um, not for selfish reasons. Yeah. But, but because they feel like that's something that they like, like they truly need to do. And then on the flip side too, like, you know, people, people that do get to the space where they are ready to forgive. I think that's part of the, I think that's like part of the healing too. Right. Cause I always say this to my, I always say this to my, um, participants too like if anybody's I didn't make this up if anybody's I wish I could have claimed this I wish I was that smart but that whole saying of like you know holding on to anger or resentment or grudges or whatever is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to get sick right Mm -hmm. like it's the kind of what you said it just can like it can eat you up and it's more of like releasing releasing yourself from it yeah doesn't mean you got to be best friends with the person, right? I mean, and we can all relate to that too, even in our, like if in friendships or whatever, like if you've been like deeply hurt, you feel like you've deeply been hurt or screwed over by someone, um, you can forgive. It doesn't mean that you're like, okay, now we're going to be besties like we were before. You haven't earned that or I'm no longer interested in that. Like that's totally fair and valid too. Um, Yeah. But But on the other hand, absolutely valid to be angry and hate people at certain times anger is like i'm learning it's the natural like normal human emotion legitimate emotion like you're allowed to be angry especially if someone hurts you and you don't have to forgive them right away you're allowed to be no. like no you pissed me off i'm angry like i don't care about your pretty words right now i'm gonna be angry i'm not ready bit. i need to well, until, I, yeah until it's, it, it is hurtful to you like until anger is no longer helpful until it's hurtful then you're like okay now we gotta move past anger because yeah. now it's not helping me it's hurting me it's not like teaching me to protect myself from people that lie to me or use me or hurt me it's like now hurting me yeah more yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right? because anger is a lesson not, too it teaches you like well i was gonna say advantage don't let people it's so funny we literally again if I go into facilitator mode, we talk about this with our <laughs> youth too of, of again, anger is a natural, normal human emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also serves like, and uh, there's like an evolutionary 
aspect of it too, right? Like again, anger alerts us to injustices and when things, when we've been wronged and, and all of that kind of stuff. Right. And, and the, uh, most of the change that has happened in the world, like, you know, this from anger, it, yeah. is from anger because people were not happy with the way things were. Like if you look yeah, at and that anger, like Martin Luther King Jr. Or Malcolm yeah. X. yeah, exactly. And, it, and again, the French revolution, like so many times through history, it was anger and that old. built up well, frustration that, well, and I was going to say things. And then it's sort of today's context. It, it feeling anger again, the feeling of the anger isn't wrong or, or an issue. It's, it's the, what Expression. do you do? It's the, yeah. what do you do with it? Mm-hmm. Right. Is, do you control it or does it control you? Yes. Right. Yes. Like that, that is, and is it positive is or negative on your life? Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and again, that anger, when we've like been through experiences, does it then put you further into a shell where you're now yeah. Taking yourself out of the game before you've even tried things in life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like again, yeah, turning like brain if goes one person hurts you. If yeah, yeah. One person hurts everyone you, and you but, yeah, and now you shut yourself things. off. That's not what that anger was supposed to do. That anger was just supposed to show you like some people can hurt you, so protect yourself a little bit. If it doesn't mean cut yourself off from, from everything, yeah, and, and everything and, and every experience. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Little little detour. But yeah, like literally we talk, we talk about all of this with our yeah. participants and our youth and d- again, normalizing those feelings of anger, because I think sometimes we can be socialized that like anger it's is bad. bad. Don't yeah. be angry. Don't be angry. Especially don't get angry. Don't get mad. If, you're, yeah. if you're a person of color, like that, that's such a bullshit stereotype. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the how ang- many, yeah, how the many times the angry black woman, black how many women, times yeah. have, and yet we've seen the Karens out there in the world flipping their shit over the tiniest thing. Yeah. Throw you in a I mean? complete meltdown because their right? latte was the wrong temperature, right? And that, yeah, I exactly. mean, I love some Starbucks, but stop yelling at people, <laughs> stop exactly. yelling at baristas, <laughs> exactly. But again, but yeah, just like normalizing it and like mm-hmm. feeling it isn't wrong, it's there for a reason mm-hmm. when it becomes a problem. And there's so many different like types of things, and there's oh, you know, sure. primary appraisal and secondary appraisal, and what makes you angry in one situation depends on like your arousal level in the moment and the context of the situation. Like if you're, if you've given yourself a lot of time to get somewhere and you have a slow driver in front of you, you're more likely to be like meh than like if you are late leaving your place. So you're already late. And now it's the biggest freaking inconvenience in the world. And you're shouting at the person in front of you and you're like, situation's the same, but your arousal level and the the context and the importance of it in that moment has, has changed. Right. So you know, just sort of keeping, or like if you get a, you know, you get a fast food delivery to your house and it was Coke instead of diet Coke and you throw it through a window, not a correct proprietor, like, yeah, maybe not the response. best way to ch- channel <laughs> that. that anger, you, you know, know? you're allowed to lose Don't punch the TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There's Literally. reasonable levels. <laughs> uh, well, and that's the thing. So when we talk to our participants about this and we talk about triggers, right. And how mm-hmm. there are internal triggers and external triggers, right. And the external things are things that are like what other people say. Yes. Events that happen, things that happen outside of us. We can't control those, right? No. The yeah. internal triggers are what we do have control over. It's, you know, how we perceive a situation, our past memories and experiences, how we interpret a situation, what we're saying to ourselves yeah. in those moments, right? Those internal triggers are what we do have control over when we, when we do like feel that and experience that. Mm-hmm. And like, 
So when, when we become self-aware enough that we can like sort of tune into that stuff, this is turned into a self-help podcast. Excuse me. We'll get back in a minute. But, but <laughs> when tangent, you, we'll, we'll, we'll come around again. We'll we're, loop, we're getting, don't worry. We'll, we're don't worry. <laughs> but when, but once you're able to tune into that, and again, it's a, it's that concept of control. And in the sense mm-hmm. that like, so that you are responding and not reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So like you're responding to a situation and it isn't just a, a reaction where you, you lose control. Cause that can be super destructive to ourselves. It can be destructive okay. to our relationships, yep. to, you know, our jobs, our jobs people around our, us, like yeah, our security, our, our safety, everything, like all that, of those yeah. things. Right. So like, that's the biggest thing we talk, like we talk to our youth about yeah, is, but is I that element feel, of control and like, yeah, but I feel like it start and that, exactly what you said, socially, it's starting to become that, that reactionary anger is being grouped into the responding anger. And sometimes you're allowed to get mad. If somebody lies to you, to your face, it's not reactionary and it's not over the top to get angry and to express that anger. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to, I mean, you're not allowed to punch them. I was going to say like, don't go up and fucking key their car, punch them in the face. No, but you're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said, like, and even, I think this is a good example. Like three is that idea. Like it's automatically being told like for your condition, you can't get angry. You can't want to see him. They want to protect. It's it's that protect. The emotions are too much. And it's like, but it's like, she's yeah. For her, this is something she feels that she needs to do as a part of her process and you need to allow her to have that control and for different people that's gonna look different same with whenever people talk about like grieving like i feel like anger looks different for everyone and i feel like people think that anger will look the same and feel the same for everyone but i think me and stacy like we have different life experiences and she can attest that we have different triggers and we respond differently yeah and i think for sure also need to accept that for other emotions besides just grief because you'll say like oh everyone grieves different well Everyone gets angry different. Everyone gets sad different. Yep. It's not going to look or feel the same to everyone. Exactly. Everyone has different buttons and again, everybody mm-hmm. has learned. And again, anger yeah. is learned too. Like yep. responses to anger is, is learned. What we see growing up, how our parents respond when they're angry, how mm-hmm. our friends, what we see at school, all of those types, like there is some, a learned response to that too. So, you know. But anyway, but anyways, anyways side, side tangent. Back. But yes, looping it back to exactly. So for for Brie, this is this is something that she this is something that she feels that she needs. Cause again, she had that conversation with Jamie about revenge. Like, will revenge make her feel better? Like, I want to kill him. And she asked Jamie, Did you feel better when you killed Blackjack? Yeah. Right. And he has that conversation of like that no, like that's not gonna make it better. No. Um, you know, you've got to give it time. Right. And, and so I think that's what he's trying to get across to her in that letter too, is like, mm-hmm. you know, for your own soul, like, you know, he's going to get yeah, what's coming to him. That's revenge is, they also say like, that's a heavy burden to carry too, right. To go out and spite someone to hurt it cons- someone else consumes you. Yeah. Like even in like the small context of like not going and murdering someone, but like just because someone hurts you, it doesn't always like evening the score is not always really yeah, helpful that, to you. That's how, well, and that's how you just become a cog in the loop. That's how we get yeah. bullies. That whole yeah. hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, the cycle of just all that shit. You mm-hmm. know, but yeah, exactly. So, so you know, the letter ends, and then she says, she says to John, um, you know, I never said goodbye to him to Jamie. 
but he's right. Forgive forgiveness won't change what happened, but it can change what will be whether, whether Roger comes back or not, whatever happens. So it's, it, yeah, it's again that like nothing can change what happened. It is what it is. Forgiveness isn't about like absolving that and making it go away, but it might give me an opportunity to to have like a different path moving forward. Right. Um, and so Bonnet's like, or Bonnet, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, John. I'm so sorry. So John says, um, are, you know, are you sure you must see Bonnet? And she's like, yes, if I can say my piece, maybe then I can find a way to be free of him. And, you know, but I have to try for my baby's sake. And then he's like, all right, very well. And she's like, you'll help me. And he's like, God knows how, but I'll help you. (laughs) He's like, good Lord. Um, and then he kind of looks at her and he's like, you know, may I? And she's like, sure. To like put his hand on her baby bump. And then he's like, oh, and he's like, my God, he's real. And Bray's like, yes, I know. (laughs) And then (laughs) like, yep, you're telling me. Yeah, you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He's dancing Um, on my bladder right now. He very much is. (laughs) Or else you've got serious issues. You should feel what it's like (laughs) over here. Um, and then, uh, so now we cut back to, we're back in the Mohawk we're back in the Mohawk village. Um, Roger is still, you know, tying his knots. He's got like one arm in his sling. He, one of the women comes over to him and, and says to him, you know, carry that wood to um, the chief. I can't, I'm so sorry. I, I'm going to butcher these Mohawk names. So I'm going, I'm even going to try, but, That's fair. you know, says carry this, this wood to the, to the longhouse. So he has, he's working with one arm cause he has one arm in a sling. So he's like, putting logs into the basket and like carrying it over. And then there's this other woman, um, which I believe her name is like, uh, Hun, I believe okay. this other woman walks up to him and she has like a baby in her arms. And just to say this baby looks part white, just throwing it out there. And she goes up to him and says, you know, parlez-vous Francais? So clearly she can speak French and he's like, we, so they start speaking back and forth in French. There's no subtitles. I'm like, okay, Outlander. But (laughs) she, she basically has some like plant and tells him, I think to like chew it. I'm assuming it is something like it'll help with the pain. Mm. So he's like, okay. So they're talking back and forth. She says something about, you know, how her baby has her father, like the, his father's eyes or whatever. And then um, another Mohawk comes over. I'm going to call him purple Mohawk because he literally has this like purple, like Mohawk thing thing on his head. So there's so many characters right now that are coming in. So I'm going to call him purple Mohawk. And so he comes over again, there's no subtitles here. And he comes over and he's like breaking it up. Like he doesn't like this conversation that's happening. And I can't, I don't, I still don't know if this guy is Joey Hun's brother or if he's a guy that's like maybe slightly interested in her, I can't tell, but like clearly okay. there's like, there's a bond there. Um, and so he's like, sort of like break, you know, breaking this up and telling Roger, you know, Hey, get out of here, go do your thing. So now we're okay. So now we are in Wilmington. And so it's okay. Bree and Lord John have arrived and are getting out of a, a, a carriage or whatever. Okay. So they're making their trip to the jailhouse. And John says to her, like, are you all right? And she's like, yeah. And she's so not all right. And, but she's like trying to blame it on other things. She's like, yeah, it's just all so awkward is all. I, I thought I'd be used to being this size, but I <laughs> haven't. I'm just more and more uncomfortable. You're like, okay, she needs a moment. And then she's like, you know, being here is harder than I thought it would be. 
Mm. And then Lord John says, a baby's expected. Memories are not. They simply come. And then she's like, I miss my mother. And then, oh, and we then, miss her too, Brie. We, we miss her here. too. And then you sent her away. You, you did this. this. Okay. I love you, but we're here because of you, darling. These are your you choices. You could have just let Ian and Jamie go, but no, we had to send Claire. Um, and then, and then John says, I, you know, I dare say I find myself missing her at times as well, particularly when I'm ill. In spite of her unwaveringly direct manner, she is a rather remarkable woman. And then Aww, I love him so much. He might be one of my favorites. <laughs> like, I know I liked, uh, well, I've liked a lot. Well, I mean, Gail, Gail has burned me and Leary yeah, kind of burned me there at the end. Yeah, yeah, this is true. You did like Rupus. I mean, well, I was going to say Rupus, but they were more just funny. They weren't yeah, like, like well, I was going to say, like, I loved Rupus, but that was because they were funny and hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it was just sad times then, and I needed that. But John Gray's just like a sweet angel of a man. <laughs> I love him. Um, and so then Bree says, like, I hope she returns before the baby arrives. Yeah, and, me too. Right? And then John's like, well, knowing your parents, they'll do everything in their power to return Roger to you. And then he's like, okay, take take my arm. So, you know, they're arm in arm and they're walking. And then Bree says to him, you're impossible not to like. I was like, well, ask your mother. I think there was a chunk of time where she did not care for him very much. <laughs> well, that's because, well, yeah. I mean, well, that's because he was going after Jamie. Could you blame her? She went She's like, the, excuse like me. <laughs> <laughs> Hands off mode. <laughs> she was into mama bear mode there. <laughs> oh, blue. You hear him? He's crying. Your animals are needy tonight. Seriously. Every normally, I don't me. know. Your wolf is really, uh, every now and then he gets like this, eh? Like, yeah, the most part he's good. And then, like, I still remember that one time we were trying to record yeah. and he was a demon. An absolute demon. Now he's just crying softly at me. Um, okay. So Screeching. now. So now the next scene, we're back with the Mohawk and yeah. Roger's dropping off the, the wood and to the, to the chief. And he's like, would you like more wood for your fire? And he sort of like drops it off. Um, Is the this woman, in English, French, what are we speaking? He, he says happening? to him, would you like some more wood for your fire? He says that in English. Okay. And then, um, and then the purple mohawk guy is like, put the logs over there by the fire and go down to the river to, to fetch us some. Oh, and Joy, Joy Hun is sitting there by the fire smiling. And Roger's being weird. He's like, yes, you want this here? Like, he's like, not, like, I don't know. I don't get the scene. He's like, not listening. And this pisses off Purple Mohawk, dude. And so she like grabs, he like grabs. Well, that's because Roger's like, an idiot. He like grabs him and is upset. And then Joy Hun like intervenes. And then Purple Mohawk like pushes Roger onto the floor. And then the, the, the chief gets up. And walks over and says and like speaks to him and he's like get up and I cannot say this word. E e nope, I'm not gonna say echo. Anyway, the word that they keep calling him. Um, okay. And then Roger's like, please, I'm hurt. And then they grab him and Purple Mohawk dude's like walking him back and he says to him like, you know, where do where do your loyalties lie? Yes, Blue. Can I will drive you. Mad. What's happening? What's going, what's going on? Why are you? She upset? literally has a dire wolf behind her, whining, Just whining at me. Just crying. But he's sitting so nicely as he screams at me. He's just like, give me attention. But um, so he says, so he says to to Roger, where do your loyalties lie? How did you come to be an outcast? 
Um, and Roger's like, oh, it was a mistake. And the guy's like, have you no honor? Did you break your word of honor? And Roger's like, my loyalties were to a woman. And then he's like, then you should not smile upon Joahun, which is like, what the, is the point the of these scenes? I'm so bored. Of, what is happening? I don't understand. This is Roger. Like this, we get a lot of this. Um, and then, so then he decides to put them. So he puts them in this like hut. It's like this wooden hut with like leaves around it. This is clearly the prisoner tent hunt. Okay. hut. Um, and then Roger's like chewing the, the plant and then he notices that there's another captive in there and there's this other man there and this man uh, is like speaking in French and then this man is a priest and he goes okay. and he says to him like oh you are British and Roger's like yeah yeah Scottish and then he's like Roger McKenzie and then the priest says oh you're the man they have christened dog face and then Roger laughs and goes oh so that's what I think it's like Ehawagunsa is what they've been saying, calling him oh, like Ehawagunsa, okay. and I guess that means dog face. And then Roger's like, oh, okay, so that's what that means. And he's like flattering. And then the priest is like, the priest is like, well, it's rather an appropriate nickname since the Mohawk do not keep their whiskers. Um, and they're rather fond of dogs. And Roger's like, oh, are they? Like, I wouldn't have known it, but um, I don't even know where I am. I'm not fond of dogs tonight, if anyone can tell. <laughs> <laughs> particularly my two specific ones <laughs> if anyone would like a wolf <laughs> being bum heads um and so the priest tells him which the priest's name is father alexander uh, alexander do i need to know is this person important or is this the last priest i can't even remember it. i don't know <laughs> father do fogden <laughs> father fogden just give me a heads up do i need to remember any of these people you know um, my attention span for characters. Uh, I just, Father Alexander, you're not going to need to show him after this episode. Okay, got it. Thank you. But anyway, so, so Father so Alexander. I'm not going to try and, because I can't learn anyone's name. Father. So let's definitely not try and learn his no, name. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So then he tells him you're in the village that they call Shadow Lake, and he tells them that's in the province of New York. Um, and then he says, um, you know, why are you here? And then he says, you know, you want to say father fogden um father <laughs> alexander is like i fell in love oh puppers is like i fell in love so now the next again does roger know that jamie mixed him up or no does he know what happened no we'll get we'll get there we'll okay, get there we'll get there okay we'll get i forget there. how that went down no i mean because he, he knows it was jamie well, he right. wouldn't know for sure because he would not know what Jamie looked like, right? Oh, he just okay. knows he's... Ugh. Zoe, do you know how much work you're creating for me? I'm going to have to edit all your barking out. And and anybody listening to this will be like, what are you talking about? And There's no barking. <laughs> and that just means because I'm good. Or if I got lazy, it means sorry, you're hearing the barking. Um but um but anyway so now we're back with uh back with Fergus and Marsley in in their apartment and Fergus is <laughs> Fergus looks like he's playing a game of risk like he's like sitting at the table he's got like all of these little trinkets out and he's like got them all in like a formation do a jailbreak <laughs> <laughs> well and Mars Marsley comes in and she's looking and she's like what are you doing and then and then Fergus is like, well, you know, Germain likes to play with cups and spoons. And, and Marcy's, Germain is like six months old, first of all. And uh, Marcy's oh, she's, like, he's trying to lie to Marcella? Well, and Marcy's like, I, so what's your excuse? See, seeing as our Baron is, is, in, is in his crib. 
And then she looks and she's like, uh, I can what this is. You're going to. And then Fergus is like, rescue Murder from jail. Yes. And then she's like, good. He shouldn't be in there to begin with. And she's like, and he's like. Marshmallow. Okay. You know what? Marshmallow and Gray, top tier right now. Top Jamie and Claire, you're getting bumped off because you're not even around anymore. You're gone from this show. Poor Jamie and Claire. I know. They're not here. I can't defend them. This has been like, well, okay. Plus this whole season. We've had what three, four episodes without them. Mm-mm. This is only the second. What? There was that whole time when Brie was trying to get yeah, over. Yeah, that was the first one. The last one they weren't in very much. We just got that. No, weird they were. Scene. They were in like four scenes. They were in like they were in it. They okay, were just fucking not. Ta- they were Listener, just not talking polls. the whole time. This is a poll. I count that there's three episodes this season. They That's were in it. They like were in it of this season. Okay, so Brie and. Gray and Marshmallow. This is what I'm. Right this now. is what I'm saying. The back half of this season is a challenge for me. It's like I get like this in the books. Whenever Jamie and Claire are gone too long, oh, buddy, I have a hard time. <laughs> yep, they're losing me a little. Bit. I've been at the same spot in book nine for like a month. <laughs> You're still in the bee's knees. You're yes. not through bee's knees yet. No, I. But I haven't read in like six weeks. I just like oh. straight up. Ha- I need to like. I'm I'm like 600 pages in. Well, I have you're not going like to now because now you've got season six. You're going to get all I am. I know. Although I still have two weeks. I still have two weeks. If I were to like get focused, How I feel I, like I, I could. I thought you were done, Bees Knees. I didn't realize you were still in it. No, I, I'm i on like, I have well, like, like 2,000 pages. Well, it's like not Yeah, It's like 900 or something. <laughs> no, I have about 300 to go. I've read Thanks, about, Louise. I've read about 600. I'm about two thirds of the way through. Um, I mean, that counts as reading like two books and you got one. Well, and, and then also I found myself going back and reading, rereading mm. huge chunks of six again before to the, prepare like bits that like I really liked and stuff. So I kept getting like sidetracked because again, I like kept getting stuck in chunks and I'm like, oh, but anyway, oh my God, these dogs. I, hi, Lanta. Okay. So anyway. So Marcy's like, you know, you know, good. He shouldn't be there to begin with. And Fergus is like, you're not angry with me. And she's like, not unless you're not, you're not going to try. We cannot. Oh, Marshmallow, I love you. Gold star. Well, and she's like, we cannot allow the man to be Can I put her in a Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts house? Because I want to give them 50 points. Where's Marshmallow? I don't know. Is Marshmallow oh, I, know we, I know we decided Jamie for sure was like a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Like, for Claire sure. is, Claire is a Hufflepuff. It wouldn't it, wait. What is the really isn't? Wouldn't she be more of a Ravenclaw? Like oh, that's the one that's that's more, really smart. Like really, but like, she's so caring and like people. She's like a mix. Yeah, and like plants and stuff. That's I think a I'm a. I think I'm a Hufflepuff. I think you're a. I'm not. I took a it. I am a Hufflepuff. I'm not. I'm that Gryffindor. As a Hufflepuff, I feel like Claire is like Hufflepuff. I think she could be like mix. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Hufflepuffs get a bad rep that they're not smart, but they're smart. I just feel like they're like. No, they're super also smart. kind and lovely. So I think she's Hufflepuff. Marshmallow, I feel like, is a Ravenclaw. Pure on. She's just like, this is the goal. And we're going to do it. Yeah. She's just like, go for it. Where's Brie, though? I think Brie's Gryffindor. I feel like she's with Jamie. I mean, she's got some Hufflepuff in her, but I was going to say she's more hot-tempered Gryffindor. She reminds mm. me of Ginny. Ginny well, and this bit. is, here's the thing. Young Claire versus present Claire, I well, feel like yeah. are two different, two different people. <laughs> that she was a lot quicker to anger in her youth (laughs) yeah i think she settled into hufflepuff i think brie is gryffindor yeah she's like a Ginny weasley 
Mm. Roger is a Ron, and that's why I want to punch him in the face. You know, but then there's one, siblings, one. Like, yeah, I no, back, I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Nobody sick. heard that. I didn't You're... do it. Nobody You're said like... it. Oh, I get gross shivers now. <laughs> I don't like it. He's a Cedric. He's supposed to die. Well, Cedric was what Ravenclaw? No, I swear he was Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff. Is Raven is Ra- Ravenclaw was the yellow, the right? No, Ravenclaw he was, was yellow. Blue. He, Cedric yeah. Diggory was yellow, which is he, Hufflepuff. I swear don't to God, even, don't even start with me, woman. I thought, I thought, oh, you're right. Ravenclaw oh. is blue with the dye drum. See, all I know, all I really focused on was Slytherin and, and, and Gryffindor. That's Gryffindor's so red. Way. I'm gonna have to do so much editing. <laughs> Who's walking by? Okay, while well, we determine. The cl- okay, I think I was. I think I was definitely wrong. It's fair. Yeah, Huffle Hufflepuff. Yeah, everybody oh, shame blue. her. Okay, shame her for that. Hold Cedric on. Diggory is a blue and Ravenclaw. No, I know. No, 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 no I knew no, Cedric no. was in the yellow, which is Hufflepuff. Well, Ravenclaw is Ravenclaw is blue. Oh yeah, he is Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't test me with that. I know I messed up and made Ron and Ginny a couple there weirdly for a moment, but we take that I just back. Straight Roger's up now Cedric. Their colors. And he should die. And that's just the canon we're going with. Poor Cedric. Poor um, Cedric. My Not boy. Roger, my boy. <laughs> Sorry. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Cedric. <laughs> R.I.P. Cedric. Um, okay. Do we need to go bribe your dogs? Possibly. Okay. We'll see how this goes. Okay, so again, then Marsley starts looking at his little battleship battle plan that going on, and she's like, "What's this then? Does this represent a man, a regulator?" And he's like, "Yes, yes, Brian and Malachi or whatever will have have found men willing to help, but even so, it's in danger. It's a dangerous endeavor. I'm not so I'm not so sure." Marsley's like, "You can do this," and then Fergus is like. If only me lord were here. And and Marsley's like, Claire, too. Even they, they're like, yo, why aren't uh, they here? Yeah, see, everybody agrees with me. Why aren't it's they bullshit here? Bullshit with them not here. And then, and then, so, so, and it's, it's so funny. They're like folklore. Like, everybody knows the stories of Jamie and Claire. Oh, my gosh. Chaos. We have chaos. a mutiny happening right now. We have an absolute mutiny. Please hold. Um... Oh, right. So where were we? Yeah. Okay. Marcel's so, saying, so she's yeah. saying, so she's saying like, yeah, Claire too. Like I wish if only Claire was here too. And she's like, I know she well, risked- yeah. Remember the ma- the jailbreak with the cows. Well, Epic. and literally this is what she said. So clearly, <gasps> people have been made aware of the adventures of Jamie and Claire. Right. Cause she goes, well, I, I mean, they're legendary. She's like, I know she risked her life to save his when he was imprisoned at Wentworth. If yeah, they, they did were here, with cows. if, if but, they were here, what would they do? What, what would they do? They find they, okay, a way. Where was the hole? What did we screw up when we did that? We did not squish blackjack. <laughs> we all want to go back to my rant in season one. <laughs> Make sure he's dead. Dead. You double stab always. <laughs> always double stab. Double tap. No one Make watched sure. Zombieland. <laughs> right? Has anyone watched Halloween? That dude's yeah. never dead. <laughs> Um, anyway, so then there, she's like, we'll find a way. And he's like, we, and she's like, I, we, I'll not be cast aside, Fergus Fraser, for better or worse. Have faith in your plan. It'll work. And we have the regulators as well. And he's like, you're right. Myrta will be freed. 
And then he says, perhaps it's time to leave Wilmington and take up me Lord and me ladies offer to live on Fraser's Ridge. Jesus, Murphy. I said that last. Oh, this show. <laughs> they were just me a little behind you. Had a huge fight last episode because I said, why the hell are they still there? There's nowhere for them to go. Yes, well, the like to, and I'm like There's trying a to rationalize it. <laughs> There's a whole goddamn empty cabin where they should god dang it and they're like all right all right it's time we should probably go you see this dog do you see how there's a dog in here there's a dog that i just put did aside he, and closed did the he door. open the door he's taught himself oh no oh no 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 like full on every single time i put so does i think that he mean thinks your back door is open yep right now yeah because he just lets himself in also Yo. he's learned he's he's learned how to do the front door too so i have to keep it locked because he i was outside and all of a sudden i looked up he was just standing in a front open front door Blue. yeah no you are the reason it's going to take us three hours to record this freaking podcast tonight. Well, now we just have an open door. Now let's keep going. Do you want to go? Oh, you're just going to get drafty <laughs> yeah, in there. Well, well, yeah, but if I go put him out, he's just going to open it again. He oh, thinks it's funny. What a doink. Does anyone want a wolf? Oh, my you could God. have two for one. I got two oh. over here. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So then, so then he's like, okay, yeah, maybe it's time we, we go to the Ridge and then Mer, Mer, Mer's. Marsley. I almost said I did like a mix of marshmallow and Marsley and it came out like mar- Marshley. Um, so Marsley is like, I'll find us a wagon and start packing our belongings. And he's like, you're an exceptional woman. And she's like, you know, finally I, someone I making a the- logical goddamn decision in these last three episodes. <laughs> right. Come on. Um, and so, yeah, so that, you know, what would have been great is if you moved up there earlier, Bree could have stayed. Could have, could have been some help. You know, and Myrta well, could have no, been there. I, no, I still, safe. I still think I don't think Why? Claire would have wanted her because in case the baby comes, they'd want her to be closer to the the town where there'd be like a midwife or a physician or someone to help, well, versus like up in the up in the, yeah. But she can't. If something goes wrong, fuck, she doing. You know, I feel like Marshmallow's capable. Not if there's like a breach. If there's like a breach or like something wrong, Claire's oh, like, like no, I'm, no, no. Oh, like I'm. Mm. <laughs> like Jenny, <laughs> she's like, I need to turn the baby. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so now we're back with Roger and and our father guy, and he's telling us, okay, what happened? So the father guy's basically letting us know that he had he had come here. I'm I'm assuming to the New World many years ago to spread the word of God, and he came to this village and was you know, and I guess the chief had heard him preach, and being so moved by the Holy spirit. He invited me to return to him, to his village. So I started, I started converting some members of the tribe. And for a time I lived with them peacefully. Um, but I, a year after I arrived at the village, basically he got sick and was struck with a fever. And he's like, I was prepared to allow God to take me until I felt a woman's hands upon me, soft, cooling. She cared for me with the touch of an angel. Then after I recovered, there was sin. You see, Oh, he's the father of what's her name? Mm, he says, you see, what's her name? <laughs> Ew. Uh, Joehan, I believe. Yep. Joehan. Oh, this line. You see, my son, her touch had awakened a desire I had long fought to suppress, an impure and unholy desire. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out shame. there. That makes it weird. Guys, just have sex I know. If I was you're just all consenting adults, please. Just it's weirder this, to do that. This brings back the thing of priests are human beings. Yeah, just saying. Just, if you want to have sex and the other person's consenting in an adult, just have sex. It's weirder when you don't. And then you <laughs> say creepy things like that. I don't <laughs> like it. So then he says, you know, I had thought I, I had conquered the feeling. I thought I was immune to temptation only to okay, don't conquer the feeling. Was. It's weird. I don't like this. This is awkward. I feel and like. well, and then Roger says a woman stole your heart, a very old story 
father, perhaps one of the oldest stories in the world. And then he says, our union created a child. And then Roger's like, what? And that like offended the Mohawk. And he's like, no, they welcomed both our union and the child with open arms. And Roger's like, okay, so I'm confused. <laughs> Why are you in prison? Me too. And the priest is like, they expected me to baptize the child, save its soul, but I could not. And Roger's like, well, why not? And then he says, because I am not in a state of grace. I have broken my vows. And so by the edicts of the church, I cannot perform the sacrament of baptism. And then Roger's like, yeah, well, I doubt very much that the Mohawk are perturbed by the niceties of the church, Father. And then the priest is like, no, but you see, Roger, I am. I've broken my faith with God and my calling. I know that I am damned. I will not also damn this child with the false blessing of a fallen priest. I will not. And then Roger's like, the child's mother is a healer. And he's like, yes, Joehun. And he's like, do you still love her? Uh, I have prayed that my love would her for her would basically go away. But basically, uh, the answer to that is yes, he still loves her and it did not go away. Um, and he's like, you know, I, I can't hope that you would understand. And Roger's like, no, actually, I do. I know exactly what you mean. And then one of the Mohawk men enters. This um, is such an in-depth story of something that I don't give a crap about. <laughs> God. Know, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. Um, you know, I mean, it, there's definitely some interesting, like, morality points, and religious sure, conversations here and all that kind of stuff. Ones I feel like but, having. I know. You're like, mm, where's Jamie and Claire? Jamie and Claire? Jamie and Claire? Um, and so, um, I'll give you marshmallow and Seamus back. What are we doing? What are we doing? What's Where's jailbreak? Where's Murta? Where, we need Good this Lord. jailbreak. <laughs> are, you missing, are you missing Murta? <laughs> Better than freaking a creepy priest and Roger. Yeah. You know what? Good job, Outlander. Good job. I now like Murta. That's what you've done. Okay. Yay. Roger has turned me. I am here for some Murta. The old coot um but yeah basically you know what he would have done he would have punched this priest like two minutes ago and like, i wouldn't have had to hurt hear any of this story <laughs> <laughs> um okay so then some more mohawk men come in and says to him like you are hidden here because of your dishonor you will go naked before the lord your god and then basically they take they strip him and then take the guy away and he says to roger like pray for me roger um and then as they take, they take him away. And so Roger's in the hut alone and he decides to start digging a hole to try to get like under to escape, like under the hut. And he has like okay. basically the, the little bowl they use for like water. And he's like digging one handed. And then now clearly it's like nighttime. Now some time has gone past. Roger is still digging. Father Alexander returns and they throw him in there and Roger like checks him out. Um, he's like, he, he looks like he's really hurting. Um, and then, Roger finds out why him? Roger finds out why he's hurting. Uh, they 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 cut his ear off, and Roger's like, Holy "Why shit?" Um, as part of his punishment, but again, they want him to baptize a child, and he's refusing to do it. And so, like, yeah. these are their torture methods, I guess. Why? Um, and then so Roger's trying to help him, and he's like, "You know, I need to clean this wound," and blah, 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 as he's trying to clean the ear, and he's like screaming, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's not fun." Like and then it. he I like, like it here and then he like sits beside him and he's and he prays he prays over him and to, to comfort him and all that kind of stuff and then he helps him sit up he's like here let me help you he helps him get some clothes on and he keeps it's like me he keeps saying he's like christ here here have have a drink here and then he asks him you know what happened and so then the father alexander says i was offered another chance to baptize my child and my refusal offended them they have given me until morning to change my mind. And then Roger's like, and if you don't, and he says, then they'll bind me and put my feet in flames until the pain consumes me and my body fails. I have seen this punishment inflicted 
um, on another poor soul. He lingered for three days before finally dying. Jesus. Ooh. Yep. Roger's like, yeah. my God. Oh my God. And as <laughs> funny as, as we're cursing, because then the priest goes, please, no more blasphemy. Because Roger keeps being like, Christ, my God, all that kind of stuff. Right? Dude, you just sort of like said you're in sin. Live it up. You got yeah. like 20 hours before Let's you become a shish kebab. Start Let's swearing. <laughs> Let's go. Embrace it. <laughs> so then so then he's like, please, no more blasphemy. And then Roger's like, just just listen to me. These these people, they don't know anything about the rituals of the church or the vows you took or why you hold them sacred. All they want to see is you to pour your, a little water on the baby's head yeah, and you say words in Latin. And he's like, I can't. And Roger's like, why not? And he's like, you don't have to perform the sacrament. Just say the Lord's Prayer or Hail Mary and be done with it. They'll never know the difference. And the priest is like, but I will. No, my son. Oh, I, my God. I know. Roger, you and Roger are on the same team right now. Roger's like, just pretend. Just say some shit in Latin. They'll never know. But he's like, no, I, I can't because I'll know, right? And then he's like, no, I know you're trying to help, but this is the Lord's punishment for my great and foul sins. And he's like, oh, oh so you there's fell. nothing fail. That's what Roger's like, oh, so you fell in love. Like, that's your sin. Like, please. Also, and he's Roger, like, you're human. Over here being fine with this, but wanting to shame Brie and make her feel like a slut. Oh, double standard there. <laughs> Misogyny. So now it's okay to just have sex out of wedlock. But before, if Brie were to do it, oh, heaven, she's a whore. <laughs> God, I hate you. Oh my God. Sorry to anyone who is like hoping that Brittany would come around anytime. Yeah, soon. this is not, this is not making me favorable here, he's, Roger. Uh, he's got a, he's got some work to do. Um, but yeah, he's like, you're human for, you're human for God's sake. And the priest looks offended that he said that he's like, oh yes, forgive me, Lord. Oh, my blasphemy. He's like, I will not mock the sacrament. And then he goes onto this whole long monologue, but he basically is like, you're being an idiot. And yes, I'm saying that right here in front of the God almighty. Do you know why I'm saying you're an idiot? Because I've been an idiot myself. And, you know, he talks about how I fell in love with a girl, beautiful girl. I asked me to marry, I asked her to marry me and she said no. And so what did I do? Instead of walking away, I actually followed her across the ocean like an idiot. I pursued her through space and time. I pursued her and chased her, finally tracked her down and convinced her to marry me. And on the very night we were hand fast, um, we started fighting and we said angry words to each other, words to regret, but that can never be taken back. So I left her. I intended to go home, but then I changed my mind and went back like an idiot. And instead of finding her, I found a man who I now believe was her father. So he suspects mm, that he bitch. thinks that was probably Jamie who beat me near unto death and sold me to the Mohawk. And even then, even there, I had yet another chance to walk away, to go home against all odds. I broke free from my captors. I found a way home. Um, all I had to do was reach out and touch it, but did I? No, I just stood there with freedom within my reach and I hesitated like an idiot because after all that, I still loved her. And then the yeah, priest Yeah, you're an idiot, like, Roger. I wish you had gone. And then the priest is like, then, no, well, if he had gone, then Jamie and Claire are going to be on this fucking mission forever. Oh, Remember? true. We need God, them damn to it, find him. We need them to find him. Yeah, and we need Brie to stop Jamie. And so that they can come home. I hate that I have to like Roger because I want Brie and Jamie to be friends. <laughs> um, and so then Priest is like, oh, then you do understand the pain. And he's like, you know, that's what I'm telling you. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I do understand. Also, um, Roger, if you think this little monologue here is going to get me on your side, bleh, no. Yeah, but no way. Um, and he says, the difference is I, oh, watch, <laughs> he gets real cynical now. He goes, but the difference is I've learned something from my pain. I've changed. There's a saying where I come from, look out for number one. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that is that a Scottish saying? Look out for number one. Wait, so, this is Roger saying that? Yes, he's got real cynical. He goes, "There's a, you know, he's like, you know, I've learned something from my pain. There's a saying from where I come from. Look out for number one. From now on, that's me. And if you're smart, you'll do the same. Turn your back on love and take your freedom. Save yourself because if you don't, no one ever will." And oh he says, God. "Roger, I thought I would hate, couldn't hate you more." Well, because he's basically, I mean, I will say I'm not a Roger fan, but like he has been through a lot of shit in the name of, of oh. this love. Oh, and I'm he's sorry. at this Bree point, hasn't? he's Claire like, Claire hasn't, Jamie hasn't. Oh no, I don't disagree. I do not disagree. But he's also feeling like jilted and rejected. And this is how he's dealing with it. So oh, no, I hear you. Martyr. Poor Martyr, poor Martyr Roger, who made all of his own choices. Like he just admitted he made all of those Look choices. Out for Nobody forced him. He made them. And now he's going to say that he blame it on love on some external force. No, mm. no, no. Those were your goddamn choices. Take some ownership. Don't put this on the world, on karma, on love, on the universe, on anything else. It was you. You put yourself forth first <laughs> because you thought you deserved Brie to just forgive all your sins and make you happy. That's what you thought. And when it didn't turn out exactly like you thought, you're now become cynical and turn it around that you were the victim. Fuck that. No. Oh, well, are you, you want to talk about people put through pain because of love. Fucking Jamie and Claire had to like, live like yeah. half lives for 20 yeah. years in yeah. the name of love. And they no. both even tried to like move on and, 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 and be good to people and, and help were people miserable for a little and bit, were miserable but... and, and took it because they knew it was their choices. It was nobody else's Claire even tried to not hold it against Frank. Cause she knew it was her choice, her ownership. Don't fucking say that that was love. No, you just do this whole monologue that I had the decision today and I couldn't, and I just decided not to, to stay here and to take this it's pain. Cause I am an idiot. Stupid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so then he tells him, you know, while you were gone, I've been digging. Help me. There's a spot in the south side of the hut and we can escape. Come with me. We'll both get out of here. And the priest is like, you still don't understand. And Roger's like, no, I understand that you have a choice in front of you. Find a priest. Confess your skins, your sins. Let God absolve you and you can continue his work. Or you can find Joey, hun, and take her and the baby with us. Like you can make a new life as a husband and a father. I don't care what you choose, but both are better than staying here and dying a horrible death. So then Roger keeps digging and then Father Alexander decides to come over and, and helps him dig. Clearly time has passed because we now cut to it looks like um, it's sort of dawn now and there's a small hole under the hut um, and Roger's like, it's hopeless. And the priest is like, well, with another, with another hour's work, it'll serve. And Roger's like, we don't have another hour and that hole is not big enough for a cat, let, like, let alone a man. Um, and then the priest is like, you know, you, you'll have time to complete the work when I'm gone. And Roger's like, WTF mate, what are you talking about? And the priest is like, I'm staying. And he goes, Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And then he goes, you need not blasphemy. And he goes, I, I do. If you're still determined to stay here and be tortured to death, to death out of some misplaced sense of loyalty, did you not hear a word I said? And the priest is like, I heard every word. And he's like, well, and he's like, and I understand your feelings on love and it's con. I, what is this word and this conclamate idiocy very well however i do not share those feelings roger i must do that which with my conscience dictates and then he's like well then you're a bigger bloody fool than i thought possible wow these people just love to be martyrs eh? and then the priest is like that is most assuredly the case and then we can hear you know some like noises and stuff so we can hear that some of the mohawk men are coming and the priest is like they're coming for me so they like hide the the hole with animal pelts and all that kind of stuff. So they come in again, purple Mohawk guy comes in and says to him, have you decided? And 
Father Alexander says, yes, I cannot baptize. I cannot baptize a child. Um, I'll put myself in the hands of the Lord. And then he says to Roger, God be with you, my friend. And he exits and Roger is alone. And then Roger's just sitting there like oh, bloody fool. And then he keeps digging. So now next scene, we are now outside the jail and we can see Fergus and the guys are pouring some gunpowder around the outside of the jail. Okay. Right. This is like part of their plan. Right. Um, and then we can see that um, Bree and Lord John are approaching the jail because they're about to go visit the jail. Because oh, there's a jailbreak in. Oh, that's a coincidence. Right. So they're approaching. I mean, and if then- Fergus blows up Bree, Claire <laughs> might might skin him alive. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah. Son or there. no son. Probably don't blow up your sister who's pregnant. Yeah. Not, Not good. Great. Not great. Um, and so then um, Brie says to Lord John, if you ask me one more time, if I'm sure I want to do this, I'll scream. And he's like, well, your mind is clearly made up. Um, and he says, couldn't help but notice the rest of you seems rather apprehensive. And then um, she's like, I've been thinking about this moment and now I'm finally here. You know, I guess, I guess I'm just nervous. And then he's like, you know, perhaps we should take a moment, allow yourself to prepare, you know? And then she's like, I'm ready. So they approach, there's like some guards standing up front and Lord John is like, you know, good, good day, gentlemen. I am Lord um, Lord John Gray, this is my betrothed, Miss Brianna Fraser. Um, Governor Tryon has arranged for us to have an audience with one of your prisoners, Stephen Bonnet. And the guard's like, oh yes, his, Excell- his Excellency's secretary has already sent word appraising us of your arrival. So they enter and we cut to, okay, we can see more gunpowder being poured around the outside by Fergus. And now we cut back to the guard saying to John and Bree, okay, I've moved Bonnet to the cell at the end of the corridor and chained him to the wall for your protection. And so then they go and Bree like puts a hand on John and is like, I, I'll see him alone. And John's like, no, you will not. Yeah, <laughs> if any, and he's like, if anything were to happen, and Bree's like, he's in chains. He can't hurt me. Yeah, and but then- there's going to be an, exp- oh my God, if there's, if he gets away, I'm um, actually, I don't, I Oh, I'm not knowing. If he gets away with her as a hostage, I'm going to flip a table <laughs> and you're going to have to bribe me to get me back on this podcast. Just so we all I'm going to flip a table. <laughs> you're going to flip a table and you know who you're going to have as your next co-host? A screaming wolf because I'm going to be on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Just so we're angry, all away. An angry panda. Um, yeah. If she tells him that it might be his kid and then he escapes and he takes her, I'm going to, you're getting a wolf. You're going to wolf. So, um, so then John's the like, okay, you're not, you're not, I'm not telling you anything. Cause I'm not yeah, spoiling. I know it's happening. Great. And then just fun. So then John says, you know, John says, I'll be waiting right here. If you need, if you need me, if you need anything. So he waits. And then again, we can see outside. It's God Fergus. Damn, Brie, can't you just make one good decision? <laughs> uh. So now we're outside and we can see that Fergus and Marsley are, in like a wagon. So clearly they're like ready to go as soon as they need to. Like they've packed everything up. They're sitting outside in the wagon. We can see like there's a bunch of the regulator guys like around town, like inconspicuously trying to like gather. Or you're going to kill John. Oh my God. If you kill John. So then, so then Marsley's like, okay, go on. Then the sooner you retrieve the old coot, the sooner we can be on our way. So then Fergus jumps off the wagon and, and is like, Fergus has meet Brie, right? Has she, has he met Brie? I um, I don't think met. they've act. We haven't seen it. I'm okay. sure they would like know. Although they were in 
Wilmington. That's the thing. I don't, met, know, so, I don't know when the crossover happened. I mean, if it, it's one of those things that like maybe it happened off screen because she knows about Fergus and Marsley. Yeah. So that's why I'm confused. She knows about them, right? I don't know. We haven't seen them meet, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they know about each other. Um, and well, yeah, because I mean, he sent word to go get bonnet. Right. So like, obviously, yeah, they know. So they, they know know that Bree's there and she's going somewhere. Right. And Myrta and Seamus, like Myrta knows Bree. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Well, cause he knows, cause he knows that they're getting bonnet because Jamie wants him found because of what he did to Bree. Yeah. So they, they know who Bree is. They know. Yeah all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but anyway, um, so then, so the men are like on their way to the jailhouse. So now, now we have Brie enter the cell and we have a scene between Brie and Bonnet and Bonnet is like sitting there. He's chained up to the wall or whatever. And you know, the dress of the conversation between them is she's kind of like, you know, do you remember who I am? And then he's just like, you know, basically, like, I remember your face. I don't remember your name. And she's like, oh, my name's Brianna Fraser. He's like, oh, that's a lovely name. And he's like, my parents are James and Claire Fraser. You, like, they saved your life and you robbed them. And he's, and he's like, oh, well, if you've come in the hopes of retrieving your father's jewels, then I'm afraid you're too late. See, I sold them to buy a ship. Um, and he also says, you know, you were you after a ring, weren't you? Which, which you got. And, um, and then we cut... We oh dear, we cut back to now we're out front with Fergus and I think he's got like five regulators with him and they approach the guards, and they're like, "Good sirs, we're here to uh we are here to visit a prisoner of yours." And the one guard's like, "No visits without prior permission." And all and all six of them pull out their guns, and so like they're circle around the guards and Fergus is like, "I do not think permission will be necessary." <laughs> oh, or Bree kills him. Oh, what do I want to wait? I want to guess. I'm trying to think. Wait, how's this gonna go? It won't be that because I want it to be that. So it's going to be, <laughs> Bonnet gets away and kidnaps her. God damn it. Go. Gosh, darn it. Um, so now Brie, we're back with Brie and Bonnet and she's like, I'm told you're going to hang. And he's like, I'm, to- I'm, you know, I've been told the same thing. Um, he's like, you'll, you won't have come here to see me out of pity though. I shouldn't think. And she's like, no, I'll rest easier once you're dead. And he's like, what is it that you want from me? She's like, nothing. I came to give here. I came to give you something. I came to forgive you. And then she does show him her stomach and he's immediately like, basically like bullshit you know he's like i've had basically i've had whores try to pretend that i've gotten them pregnant before or whatever and she's like i have no reason to lie you're gonna die to hang by the neck until you're dead and if it makes dying easier for you to know that there's something of this earth left then you're welcome to the knowledge and he's like so soon i'll be gone but not forgotten and she's like fuck you right and she comes back and she's like, basically, my baby's never going to know your name, never going to know that you existed. And while you rot in the ground, I'm going to raise my child to be a good person. So fuck you. Um, so then he says, wait. And ew, he takes like, I think he it was like hiding a gemstone like in his like in his like teeth to keep them from like seizing it from him or whatever. Right. Like, so he has it, he pulls it out of his mouth and he gives it to Brie and it's like for his maintenance. And she's like, I don't want anything from you. And he's like, and he's like a dying man's last wish then. And he gives her the jewel and he says, take care of him. And then we're we're now, (laughs) we're now in like the main sort of the main front area of the jail. And we can see the guy, like the Fergus and his crew come in and the one guard that's in there is like, halt, halt. And he gets punched out. And then there's like a kerfuffle started. And then we forget who else was standing there waiting for Brie. 
John Gray. John. And he comes out and he grabs one of the one of the regulator guys and shoves him up against the wall. And then and then we and then Fergus, not knowing who he is, pulls a gun on him and puts a gun to his head and cocks a gun and is like, unhand him at once. And John turns around and then Fergus is like, Lord John? And John's like, Fergus? And they're both like, <laughs> the fuck? Not a, why are you, who, you, you? We're like, what is, what is happening here? And then John, it's all colliding. And, then, and well, cause yeah, we confused. We're all confused here. Confused. Well, and cause we forget, like, John's loyalty is to the crown. Like, he's yeah, literally he's a British. Frick, well, and he's in the he's military. He's a governor. And- right? He's in the military. So, yes, and he was governor and all that kind of, Lord John Gray. But anyway, so he's like, he's like so affronted. What is the purpose of this attack? And Fergus is like, we're here to free a friend. And then the one guy, Brian, is like, I have the keys. And then Fergus says to one of the other guys, do not harm him, but do not allow him to leave. His allegiance is to Governor Tryon. And he looks at John and he's like, I'm very sorry. And John's looking at him like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, like really? <laughs> so then Fergus is like, goes back through the cells and he's trying to find Murta. He's like, Murta. Murta, where are you looking in the cells? And then we can see Murta in his other cell being like, here, lad. And so then Fergus goes to unlock his cell and fucking out of nowhere pops Bree. And Bree's like, Murta? And her, <laughs> her, head, her head is there. And then and then Murta's like, what are you doing here, lass? And she's like, she's like, you were arrested? <laughs> and like, it's such a clusterfuck. And then Fergus gets his cell door open and he comes out and he's like, why like are you Like they're holding her fiance now at gunpoint and it's her cousin and such her a, brother and her daughter. Uh, her like godfather father it's like such a mess and then he's like why on earth have you come here and she was like there was someone i needed to see and they both look over and they see bonnet who so he's so bonnet is he's in his cell still chained up his cell door is open though and there's Mm. the keys are sitting just outside the the cell door um and then what oh jail i'm like what the heck sale and so fergus is like we have to hurry like let's go let's go so they get to back to the front of the jail and then uh john sees myrta and is like mr fitzgibbons well i'm not entirely surprised to find you here and then myrta's like i suppose this is the devil that brought you here to see the villain because he's pissed that like Bree's even here seeing on it right and then Bree's like, he's not to blame. I insisted. And then Murta's like, come with me, lass. I'll deliver to you to River Run. And then John is like, you, with every militiaman in Redcoat and Wilmington hunts, whilst every like militiaman in Redcoat and Wilmington hunts you down, I will escort Miss Fraser to Razor for to River Run. And then Murta's like, over my dead body. And then Lord John Gray is like, which you sure, which you would assuredly be if you are caught. She will be under my protection. And then Fergus like cuts in and is like. Fergus cuts in and is like Tryon's protection if she's seen with you and then Brian's like her neck will be in ropes and so then Marta's like fine I'll trust you to Lord John then lass and then she says to him like be careful and then one of the other guys is so grumpy still he's like well and I I don't blame him for still not liking or trusting John like that was straight up his like warden while he was in prison right like I I I get it and then also, oh, your best buddy's Jamie. Jamie. Oh, mm. Mm, you're raising his child. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I missed a lot. About this. <laughs> I missed a lot, didn't I? While I was over here indentured. Fun. Okay. 
Um, Cause you sent me over. <laughs> it's great. great times. It's good times. Um, so then one of the guys is like, hurry lads. We haven't much time. The powder's been lit. And Lord John looks up at them and it's like, you intend to blow up the jail. <laughs> He's very much like the fuck. And then Fergus is like a diversion to cover our retreat. We haven't a moment to waste. And then they go and Bree's like, wait, stop. She stops them. One of the guards is like unconscious on the ground. She's like, what about him? We can't just leave him here to die. And so then Merta says to the guys like, okay, get him out of here, lads. Now. So then now we cut. Oh, Bonnet's going to escape. This and sucks. Then, and then Fergus dumb, dumb like, heads. Dumb, dumb heads. And now Fergus is like, Come. remember, we just learned this on the last prison escape. You well, make they're sure they're dead. They're, gonna, he, they're like, he's. Still- yes, but the keys are left outside of an open door and they're going to blow over to him and he's going to be like under <laughs> some rubble and just half conscious. And he's going to wake up they're and gonna he's going to have the keys. To him. He's going to freaking unlock himself and get out. And he's going to go after Bree because she told him that she's carrying your goddamn child and he's going to come and try and steal her away. This sucks. <laughs> you're like fuck this you're like i know how this show works yeah, okay it's just heartbreak and awfulness wtf mate and nobody that's supposed to be dead is ever dead right <laughs> oh, lord um and Pull so me once. is like gladys <laughs> me not twice <laughs> um and so fergus is like come on marsley's waiting um so then um and again, we see we see Bonnet has changed the wall, and he is he is trying to reach those keys. He's he's trying to trying to seize this opportunity. Yeah. So then we get to the front, and we can see that they all of them, like Fergus, the men, John, Myrta, um, Bree, they all run out of the jail. And just as they get out, it obviously like immediately explodes and blows up. And then Marsley is like there at the ready with the wagon, and she's like, "Hurry, hurry, get in." And Myrta and Fergus jump in the back of the wagon and they've like already rigged up this like sheet thing to like go oh, over top totally. of it with all their goods underneath. And then she has this lever that she like pulls that like tightens the sheet that they can like hide under it. And then like they're off. Okay. Off to the ridge. They made a break for it. Literally a jailbreak. Um, and they sort of, they ride off. And so now we're back with roger oh god <laughs> and he bad he, to worse he does make it out of the hut he got out of the hole and now he's just like trying to he's trying to sneaky sneak i know well that's what like, like what's he what, what's his plan here gonna walk from new york to where to where to the stone is he going back like what's his, what what's his what's your plan bro what's your plan Nothing, but anyway, he's like trying to hide so that other people from the Mohawk don't like see him and get to the get to the line, right? And so then now we see. I'll give you twenty ew. gemstones, Mohawks, if you just. Also, shoot I said Roger and Bree are walking in Wilmington. I'm sorry, Lord John. I've called you Roger and Bonnet tonight. What is wrong with me? Yeah, you're really insulting him. God. So anyway, Lord John and Bree are walking in Wilmington, trying to like, you know to not look too sus as like everyone's running around because the jail has like exploded. So obviously everyone's like, rah, and they're just like trying to keep it cool. And then one, there's a red coat that, you know, that sees him and is like, your Lordship. And John turns on, he's like, yes. And he's like, you aren't harmed. And John's like, I am. And the guy's like, and you're mistress and you mistress. And Bree's like, oh, I'm fine. And he's like, oh, I'm glad to hear it. You know, we're uncertain how many perished in the blast. I'm told you were visiting a prisoner in the jail prior to the explosion. And then John's like, did you apprehend any of the insurgents? And then the soldier's like, no, they were more prepared than we could have anticipated. It appears these regulators were intent on releasing their leader, Murta Fitzgibbons. Did they mention where they were taking him? And Bree freezes for a second. 
Cause she's not, I guess she's like, I don't know. She's just like, not sure if she can trust John to not narc. Like I get this oh, is like your yeah. allegiant, like you're, mm. and then yeah. John, John looks at Brie and is like, unfortunately the event transpired with stunning rapidity. I heard nothing that would aid your search though. I trust. Uh, find them. I trust Greg. Greg's our boy. Don't make me, don't even pretend to make me doubt him. <laughs> He's our boy. Like so him. then, so then, um, so then the soldier's like, we will, my Lord, governor Chime will not allow this to go unpunished. And then Brie and Lord John, like look at each other. They're like, Oh shit. If things weren't bad for Myrta before, they just got <laughs> yeah. so much worse. Um, 24. You better not high at the ridge, though. Well, it's like shit's gonna be hot on their tails. Well, that's the thing. They figure out the connection between Jamie and him. Like, right now, they that's bad. That's the thing. And you have Marshmallow and whatever. What's the kid's name? Germain. God, I can't remember that. Whatever. The kid. I'm gonna little Marshmallow. S'more. (gasps) Marshmallow and S'more. Aww. Little S'more. Little S'more. Because Jermaine is like the graham cracker. Sherman. Sherman? Wasn't well, Sherman someone else? No, it's it, it the Anglo way you could say it's spelled Germaine, like G-E-R, but it's pronounced Germain. Graham cracker. Anyways, marshmallow and graham cracker are there, so you can't have Myrta hide there because they gonna all die. Right? So okay. Let's go live with Cracker Barrel. What's his name? Cracker. Oh, <laughs> beard guy. Oh, Buffalo Bill, John Buffalo Quincy Bell. Myers, yeah, John Quincy Myers, JQM. Um, okay, so now we cut to we are back with Roger, and now he's made it to the woods, oh, and he's running in the woods, and we can hear Father Alexandra, Alexander screaming. screaming in the background, and you can tell Roger's conflicted. Like he's saying to himself, he wanted this. Like there's nothing you can do. Oh, don't be an idiot. Be smart for once in your stupid idiotic life. Be smart, and then he can like hear the screaming, and he's like, oh. And he's like getting like torn in a mo like he he's like really emotionally torn. You can tell he really wants to go back and he's like, damn you, you stupid fool. And then he hears more screaming and he goes, Ah, fucking hell. And then he turns around and goes back. Um, and then this part is more is like a music slow-mo montage. So we can see that like the whole tribe is gathered. And and Roger is sort of watching from the trees, and we can see that Father Alexander is like tied up over the fire and it looks pretty awful. Like it's they're not burning him, it's like enough it's just slowly so that it's painful and you know it it wouldn't kill you instantly but it it hurts and it's painful and it's hot and it's awful yeah that sounds atrocious we can say and then we can see joy joy hun is standing right in front of him with the baby in her arms and she's like crying because obviously like they still love each other right Mm -hmm. and then um and so then you know they're all sort of watching and then and then um, Roger decides, like, fuck it. So he runs from his hiding place, and he just runs, grabs a barrel of of alcohol or whiskey, oh, whatever that they have, and he throws it on the fire, and it just boosh, so he like, doesn't have to suffer. Yeah, just fully, mm-hmm. and then he's up in flames, and it's and it's done, right? It's gone. It kind of reminds me of like remember in Game of Thrones when Mance Raider was being was being burned and yeah. Jon Snow decides to he just took an arrow so that's what I was thought he was gonna it. do yeah I thought he yeah. was gonna just kill him from afar I didn't think he'd run with a barrel no. of whiskey well he's like he's like, he ain't got no arrow what can, what the shit can he do so he just grabs a you know bottle of alcohol accelerant right and then so it, it goes up in flames and they're on like purple mohawk is pissed with him and like grabs him and pushes him over and while they're distracted Joey Hun 
is like standing there in front of him. She kisses the baby on the forehead, puts the baby down in its basket, walks and then goes up into to the, the pyre oh, and, and just jumps off. into the fire and like hugs him and is gone. And everyone is like shook purple mohawk guy then goes like and again either he was his brother or they were like childhood friends or they were like something um or something and then he goes over and he's like obviously really upset and shook and picks up the baby and is like holding the baby does he throw the baby on no 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 could you fuck? Good. Could you imagine? It's like, it's like um, um, Twilight and like one of the yeah. Breaking Dawns where they're just like, just chuck a baby on, on the fire. fire. Not prepared for that. You're <laughs> like, oh god, oh god. Um, no, yeah, you can't just sneak the that newborns. one in there. <laughs> no, he picks up the baby because well, because he he loved her and this yeah. baby is part her, right? And just is like holding the baby who now both of this kid's parents are are gone and obviously the 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 tribe like the Mohawk will raise this child as one of their own but right um but anyway and then they pick so that then the other guys go to just chuck yourself on a fire like that's yep. not a fun way to go yeah and be like and she, she just dies with him she like like steps all the in, ways to go him and this I is honestly what i envisioned sucks. i i i would drown over i know drowning is supposed to be although that at least looked like it was quick like it was it's really quick it's not like the slow slow toward like it was i mean i do not want i don't know i I still don't think it honestly Mm. reminds me what like because remember when jamie's taking claire back to the stones and she's like you know at the witch trial if they if if you Mm. if they had a piece like i would have climbed on the pyre with you like that's exactly like it reminds me of like what exactly jamie would have done had back when they were younger yeah. before they had kids and responsibilities and all that, that kind of stuff. Right. But anyway, the, so the other Mohawk guys, they pick up Roger to bring him back to captivity and <laughs> Roger's like, that's it lads. Take me back to the idiot hut. <laughs> and the episode <laughs> ends. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so that's that on that. Hi Wolf. You having fun with the door? So everyone is, it a little, is, a little, is a little drafty in there? It's it's very drafty. Yeah. But he thinks it's hilarious to keep running back and forth. Giant child. But anyway, so that's where we're at. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this episode? Hated it. Hate. I know. It's one of the ones that like I literally skip huge chunks. Although I do enjoy the John and Bree stuff. Yeah, and I was going to say the, the only jailbreak part, part is yeah, kind, that's of kind of fun. fun. Marshmallow, her line about I would be mad if you didn't. Like, love that. But you know what we could have done? We could have done like five minutes of that at the beginning and then give me some Jamie and Claire and this would have yeah. been the perfect episode. I, I yeah, no, I, I hate didn't that they're the not in it. father thing. I hated the whole I Roger mean, thing. R. I don't know if we have Father to, Alexander. Like, but oof. do this weird Mohawk torture stereotype thing. Don't love that not really here for the whole bonnet monologue given her a jewel thing probably from his from his teeth don't love yeah Mm -mm. yeah no so hated it don't like it but they got murda out of jail seems like they're making a break for it heading to the ridge for now finally first good decision um we can only assume Jamie. Well, and I mean, at least if Jamie and Claire ever do find this village, at least Roger will be Still there. there. <laughs> Could you imagine if he Maybe had escaped? Feet. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, well, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, they're going to show up and he's just wandering And if around. he's gone and then it's like, shit, you know, How they're going to have to keep, <laughs> find, yeah, they're going to have to keep looking for him. Damn it. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's where we're at. Okay, so now we have one episode to go. 
one episode to go. What do you think is going to happen? Well, we're going to get Claire and Jamie. Okay. So, well, Bonnie is like, that's all I want, man. My demands are pretty simple. So, because there's no friggin' way he died in that explosion. Yeah. I mean, like, they don't show it, but it's like he was still chained in there and the whole effing thing exploded. Oh, yeah. But he escaped. So, he's alive and he escaped because we need that catalyst. Murta, well, like I said, the next season is probably going to be set up for the like civil war thing. So, I don't know. There's got to be the regulation stuff. Yeah. The war of regulation. Yeah. The like the regulators have to get more amped up in the last season to like set that up. But that's like a side story to set well, up. And he's like, a hella wanted man now. Fucking yeah. two escapes. So they're gonna go find they're gonna find the Mohawks with Roger. They're gonna get him back. They're gonna have to do something to barter with him. Like mm. Claire's like a healer. Like maybe she'll save someone's life and like or mm-hmm. Jamie will like offer to like take his place and they'll like respect that because they'll put him through the trial and Jamie, of course, because he's Jamie I'm trying to not be insulting to Roger but yeah Jamie's Jamie and he can get through that and then he'll be one and then he's our, like that. he's our king of men yeah like he'll like offer to take Roger's place and Claire will be really upset and Roger will be really upset and then Jamie will like end up showing up at the end of the episode because they like respected that or some weird I don't know something like that some stereotype that like I'm not bear killer like. you are yeah. cool <laughs> yeah some something macho that I'm not going to enjoy but anyways uh Bree's gonna have the baby in next episode because she's probably gonna get kidnapped and go into labor a la France but the baby won't die it's not gonna be like baby because you can't do that to me twice at Lander okay yeah okay we, we dealt with times. fuck no please I'm not doing it again uh Lord Gray's gonna be cool because he's cool he's gonna like save Bree I think and then Roger's gonna be a dick at the end. And maybe Gray like punches him. Oh, good Gray. That's just my hope. That's not gonna happen, but I'd love it. Yeah, Punch he doesn't strike me as the punching type. No, but it'd be super cool if like he like right because they're gonna come in after the whole like bonnet. He's probably like John Gray. Like what I would do is I'd have because I don't. I would never have this happen because I would have had bonnet already gone. I think there's too many subplots going on here as always. Clean up the storyline a little. But what I would do is have. <laughs> Bonnet escape and then he tries to get Brie and then she goes into labor, but John kills him because I think that's a great hmm. equalizer to the story. And I love yeah, it. Yeah, like honestly, good... Jamie does not need another, another kill, kill under his belt. And Gray would his be doing body it. count is high. But yeah, and Gray's would be such just like um not like that vengeful, like eat you alive. It's it would have been like an like honor thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like a I'm literally defending her kind of thing, like a not a like I'm gotta go out to kill him it's just like a response so it's not like that like yeah add to the jamie's like bad conscious kill count um another thing jamie's gonna have to pray for his soul to be forgiven yeah yeah so i gray do that and then like gets marshmallow helps her get through labor and they have the baby and then roger comes and then he says something dickish because he's a dick and rod and then john just pops him that'd be the end of the episode that's how i do it you're like woo be great he's so good so fun um okay and then if we do frick are we in river run are we in the cabin wherever we are where do you i don't know it doesn't matter because we don't have jamie and claire and then everyone's pissed me off it's true whenever episodes where we don't have jamie and claire you're like it's moot everyone just and i don't i want to be where they are who do i like right now i like gray and brie but i'm not gonna put them in a bed together or in a room together because i don't want to force them they're just friends i love them yeah, let's start. I don't know. Can they be doing something fun? What's something they both like to do? They can I don't just know. Maybe, and maybe. everyone else can leave them alone because I hate everyone else right now. 
Yeah, that was in the episode. Well, no, you liked Fergus and Marsley. That's they're true. Cool. I do like Marsley. And, and you're like, you, you you warmed on Myrta. They're like, did, they're like off, she... like running away now. Well, yeah, but I need him hidden or else he's going to get yeah, he, he needs thrown to back be, in jail. He, he needs to be like underground hidden, being on the, the, the down Where do Yeah. So like, can he like go out in the like, put him out in like New Mexico and like he can like plan his weird ambush thing out there or something? Oh, I feel yeah. Like he just needs to go like, I told you out with what's the dude's name? John Quincy Myers. They yeah. can go. They can go like live in the blow. mountains together. Yeah, and just like have some bro time. Marta needs some like chill bro time. And I don't know. It's been, like too wherever... up for like seventy years. <laughs> just just go so chill. Long. You just need to. Your life's been stressful, bro. Like yeah, it's been like, a lot even, of political like, like, turmoil. You, yeah, you're leading a resistance now. Like, dude, you've already gone through a whole like few wars. Like, like aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? Like, yeah, go retire. Go in the desert. Or in the woods. I don't know. Whatever Quincy's doing. And just, do that. And just chill with your nomad life. And I, I know Get Jamie. a donkey or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I know Jamie and Claire went in this episode. But I'm just deciding that like they're together. Ian's off doing something with Rolo. And happy. And they're just they like. forgiven each other? Well, they forgave each other at the end of last episode. Well, remember? I know, but I don't know where they are this episode because I didn't get to Did see them. How do I know? Hanging. Jamie could have Jamie could have pissed her off again. What do I know? I wasn't there. <laughs> what do I know? What happened? My eyes were off the ball because I didn't get to see them. Damn it, Outlander! Why? Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with the final episode next week. Um, I like marshmallow. I want marshmallow and Brie to be friends. Right. Actually, you know what? Screw all the boys. Let's just put marshmallow and Brie. I know. Just have and then and Bree's then had let's Claire let can Bree's come join baby. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Claire. Claire needs to Bree. be here. Yeah. Bree's had the baby. Let's just have they're just having like a play group with like like the best doctor the in the mom. world yeah, there the, for the it. Mom, the good. babies, the 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 sis the sister in laws right there. Sister in laws. Yeah, they're sister in laws with grandma and the babies. It's weird. They're stepsisters and sister in laws. They're sister in laws. Okay, <laughs> they're sister in laws, and so, they're just hanging out with. No, the grandparents. I want Jamie and Claire there because I Bree's not mad at Jamie anymore. In my yeah, universe, okay. J- Jamie so, needs to be there. Yeah, Jamie's there. Claire for his there. little grandchild. Marsh- two of them: Marshmallow, Bree, and the two grandkids. I've already made her have the kid. Okay, and they're just and she had a daughter because we already had Graham Cracker over there. Oh, you're de- okay. You're de- you're so deciding that Bree had a little girl. Yeah, Germain. A grandson. Germain. So now yeah. we need the granddaughter. Okay, and because Jamie lost faith and he lost brie as a baby so he's got to have a granddaughter because he had willie he had a son and he had seamus who's his son True. so he needs to have a granddaughter because now he has a grand he has graham cracker who's his grandson so he needs a granddaughter uh, he's not s'more anymore he's graham cracker he's graham cracker well all three of them together are s'more s'more seamus, yeah, yeah, yeah. marshmallow graham cracker right s'more <laughs> this little family unit and yeah, we're talking s'more. to the three of them okay so s'more s'mores. the s'mores are over yeah. here yeah, there's the a lot of try remember that's s'mores. Okay, but yeah, so so you ha- she had a granddaughter, and so it's Jamie, Claire, the daughters, and the grandchildren, and they're playing together. I don't care where anyone else is; they're all just like they're all just doing the. They could be outside Man. the picnic on Fraser's Ridge. That's where they are. So cute outside playing, and it's Aww. nice and sunny. Honestly, there are like so many things from the maybe books like a puppy or a chicken that I or wish I could tell you. There's so many things from the yeah. books, like storylines from the books coming up that I wish I could tell you. And I won't because okay. who knows where this show will go. Yeah. But once the show, when the show finally ends, whenever that day comes, if there's big parts from the book that they they didn't include, which and is 
going to happen. Oh, These books are yeah, huge. You can't, huge. you yeah. can't. And I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to do like nine or 10 seasons. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like they've already been going for like eight years or like, yeah. you know, as long as, as long as it's not a rushed ending, like Game of Thrones, Thrones you'll be I'm happy. happy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening friends. We'll see you next week with the finale. Ooh. my goodness dun, dun. i can't wait. believe we're making it there we made I it know. look at us look at us go wow. season four what? crazy you're gonna be watching season six Madness. so soon well by the time this airs i think i'll have already watched it and oh i'm so excited i'm gonna have to check in and make sure you're still breathing oh my lanta <laughs> <laughs> anyway um anyways stay safe everybody stay kind stay beautiful do exactly. something nice for yourself and others exactly Get yourself a wolf if you'd like one. Yeah. Let me know. Yours Although he's down. Cu- he settled down, of course. Now of course, right done. near the end. Thanks, Blue. I'm going to have to edit so much of your barking <laughs> out. So appreciate it. And Zoe. Good times. Um, <laughs> as always, please feel free to share your comments. You can send us a DM or an email um, at she's an outlander, no dots on all None the social medias or, you know, she's an outlander. No dots and no Rogers. Okay. No Rogers. Sorry, Roger lovers. <laughs> Um, you know, or send us an email. She's an outlander at gmail.com. Always appreciate your emails. Um, it'll, like I said, it'll be, we're, we're going to go on a bit. I love of- how I went on a huge rant about how hate like poisoned your soil soul. And then I just spent an hour and a half just like ranting. I know <laughs> me thinks we're going to need to Bashing work on that sweetie. <laughs> Bashing gonna- a fictitious character. <laughs> we're going to need to work on this. Hun. No. Anger management. Yeah, probably a little bit. Um, but yeah, outlets. <laughs> after so after this, we're gonna probably go on a little bit of a break before we do the wrap up. Because again, mm, Brittany, mm-hmm. Brittany gives her time to like watch the episodes as well as like I just want to be able to enjoy season six as it's coming yeah. out, as I'm sure you all do. And then once that's done, we'll be able to transition into doing a wrap up, and then we can move on to to season five. So it still gives us stuff to do when the next Droughtlander hits. <sighs> oh no. Freaking don't already nice. get sad about that now. I know. You just need to go to this one. I know. You bumped, I just saw I'm your face. Bummed. I'm like, you already bumped yourself out at the end of it. It's not even started yet. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. And I'm like, oh. Stacey's already like crushed that it's ending. <laughs> well, I just can't help but think how it's like, oh, it's only eight episodes this time because it's a shortened season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had to shorten because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I'm very thankful that they were able to make this season in the middle yeah. of the pandemic in the Scottish winter. You're with their, anything. With their lead actress pregnant. Pregnant, so. yeah not easy anyway thank you so much for listening friends we'll see you next week um bye bye